Hi there, and welcome to Drunk Distry Presents The Dark Ride, a Disney Parks podcast hiding in a drinking game. Here we will talk about and rate all of your favorite and not-so-favorite rides and attractions, and maybe catch some interesting facts along with our buzz. My name is Ryan Bieber, and I'm here with my co-host Adrian Hamilton. We are two die-hard fans of the House of Mouse, and we started this show because we know that cool people like this stuff too. So, we're here to normalize all you adulting Disney files and have a few adult beverages while we're at it. And now that that's out of the way, let's find out what we're going to be riding today. When hinges creak in doorless chambers, and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls, whenever candlelights flicker where the air is deathly still, that is the time when ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the dark ride. That's right, boys and ghouls. We're drinking to the Haunted Mansion today. So get your hat box and your nicest bride's dress. And remember, this podcast has no windows and no doors, which offers you this chilling challenge to get drunk on this classic. Of course, there's always my way. So let's get some drinks and some facts, and we'll get right back. Adrian, are you ready against Bouquet? I mean, I feel like I'm there. Right? That's my Paul Freeze. It's pretty good, right? Yeah, you're you <laughs> nailed it. Um, every line is just so feels like home to me. Like even like you know, like chilling challenge, like all these things. It's just so it's just so Disney. It's so amazing. Yeah, that's that uh <laughs> These lines, I they're just so ridiculous. When you like, when I typed them out and like started reading them, I was like, this is so stupid. <laughs> yeah, they're it pretty. Feels they're so good when you're there. It does, yeah. and it's just so classic. It, it like classic Disney ride. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know that there is a more classic yeah. Disney ride than this. Um, this is gonna be a doozy. Uh, this is a contender. Yeah, this is a contender. Uh, you know, this is a Disney attraction that's so big and steeped in lore. Um, I'm, I'm gonna do my best. All right, guys. I promise. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do my best, but I also don't like. I could talk about this thing for like six right. Hours, People have to so... understand that this is an hour long show. Like we're, you know, like, yeah, we're... yeah. So like, so you know, I, I, I'm sure that I'm gonna miss like your favorite uh, fun fact. Uh, but please, like, write into us. Tell us, uh, tell us what your favorite uh, fact that I missed is, and you know, we'll cover it all on like next year's haunted mansion part two or whatever so um you know this this thing is just it's so um it's so dense that like i'm just gonna try to make sense of the whole thing and to get on with the game (laughs) like give us the hat box version ryan just yeah 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 (laughs) so um you know this thing it's just this is a mount rushmore level attraction yeah i mean i'm glad that you sort of took the research aspect of this because i you know i didn't want to get my doctorate in the haunted mansion though yeah 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 you didn't want to get your doctorate in yale gracie yeah yeah. (laughs) drink everybody that's the first yay chas to the imaginaires yeah, so there's going to be a whole lot of cheers into the Imagineers because all of your faves are involved with this. They're sucker. all back. Uh, all the old school dudes, they're like, they were all they're in still on this thing. haunting so, us. 
Yeah, they are still haunting us from beyond the grave. From regions beyond. <laughs> All right, so this is a drinking show. Uh, so first things first, we got to get some beverages. Uh, and today we will be drinking a Haunted Mansion, which is a spirited twist on a Long Island iced tea. And this cocktail is courtesy of Pepper Tree Villa on YouTube. Uh, this is a deep purple cocktail that will make your head as floaty as Madame Leota. Cute. So what you're what you're gonna need, and uh, and you might want to get out a pad and paper because this is a your drinks are usually pretty involved. Mine so is like this, pour this one... alcohol over ice. Yours is like get a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, if you happen to have a flamethrower, then you know break it out. But otherwise. <laughs> Uh, just grab every bottle of booze that's in your bar. You're going to need a half ounce of tequila, a half ounce of rum, a half ounce of vodka, a half ounce of gin, a half ounce of grenadine, a splash of blue curacao, a splash of lime juice. And you're going to shake all that up, strain it into a glass, and fill with Sprite. Uh, and, and maybe garnish it with the eyeballs of your enemies. Is this drink made to make us pass away or pass out because of the content? Because... Um, like, it's it's a it's a deadly it's, it's a deadly like the brew. Long Island iced tea of the haunted mansion. It is the it is exactly the ingredients of a Long Island iced tea, <laughs> but made deep purple. Right, but without the you know racism and homophobia. Yeah. <laughs> yes, without without that, please please none of that. Great. So now that we have our drinks in our hand, uh, let's find out what we're drinking out of today. Adrian, what do you got? I'm drinking out of a Maleficent mug. It is Ooh, black with spooky. two purple horns out the side. And it's she's one of my favorite Disney villains. So I figured, why not drink a she's, very complicated she's drink out of her? She's badass. And she has a tie to this uh, this attraction. And we'll get into it. Wow. Yeah, for sure. You are a lot more on, uh, on I'm on brand. Than you thought you were. Yeah, you are on brand for sure. So uh, I'm drinking out of my Hitchhiking Ghost mug. Mm. Um, I've been saving this one up for a little while. Uh, and it's got the, the trio. Uh, my favorite's the dude with the, the ball and chain. I love that hairy little dude. Uh, and they're, you know, they're just trying to score a ride somewhere. Like most women, I like the tall one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got to be over six feet. <laughs> well, that's so a break. Let's, uh, so I've got I've got some facts. So let's uh, well, let's just get into it, right? We'll go, go right go. off the bat. All right. So uh, this ride is named the Haunted Mansion. It is found in Liberty Square in the Magic Kingdom. Uh, other versions are found in Disneyland in Tokyo, uh, as well as Disneyland Paris, uh, under the name Phantom Manor. Yeah. And then the original of this is in Disneyland. Uh, the Disneyland version was opened in '69. And this, uh, the one that we're talking about today in the Magic Kingdom, is an opening day attraction. That's October first, nineteen seventy-one. I think that we should add that as a drinking uh, portion of our our thing. If okay. it's an opening day attraction, then you got opening you day take attraction. A sip. Cheers. Yeah. Uh, My favorite thing about all those different haunted mansions, and they're all in a different land. That's so. That's one of my fun facts. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're just ruining them. <laughs> no, uh, it's. Uh, it's it is it is really cool. Uh, um, the one in Haunted Mansion is in Liberty Square, as we said, but the one in Disneyland is in uh, Port or is in uh, uh, the New Orleans section, uh, and uh, in 
in Paris, it's it's Phantom Manor, and that's in uh, Frontierland. And in Tokyo, it is in Fantasyland. In Fantasyland, which, which is the most that's interesting. The one, that's the of only one that doesn't like really make sense. Yeah, I'm not loving that, but I think they they must have their story or their reasons for it. Yeah. Um. So, uh, an interesting uh, thing about the magic kingdom version is that it was actually finished a year and a half before the park opened oh uh, making it like the first finished project or, pro- or product of uh disney world and the reason that that happened is when disneyland's version was being built and that took uh years and years and years it was like a like a, an eight year long process uh but when that was being built they ordered two of everything and they warehoused the florida ma- uh, mansion props and ride vehicles and, and everything else in this big warehouse well, that was smart they could install them yeah it's kind of like me ordering enough food on Seamless to last through the next day. Right, you know, just, and that's like, what you have to do. You don't just order for the meal. You order for the next day and a half, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm ordering for the long run. I don't want to have to see another person for a while. You don't want to have that delivery charge twice. No, no. <laughs> so um, uh, what is this? It's a classic Omnimover dark ride um, that's home to 999 happy homes, but they're always looking to make it a 1,000. There's always room for one more, just like... Doritos. There's always room for one more in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Once you pop, you can't stop. That's how ghosts say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's some interesting and not so interesting facts about the ride. This was originally designed as a walkthrough attraction based on a spooky sea captain's manor and the Museum of the Weird, uh, which was like an idea uh, that, that was... Uh, who came up with it? Rolly Crumb came up with it. Drink! Uh, I love Rolly yeah, Crumb. Yeah, drink, drink for Rolly Cheers, Crumb. Rolly Crumb Rolly. famous for... Uh, uh, Small World. Yeah, for the... Um, whatever the, the, the... I can't remember the name of it, but like the, the, the whole facade of the Small World. Mm-hmm. The clock, yeah. The clock, yeah, the clock tower. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, he's a pretty fun, he's a pretty fun dude. Yeah, yeah, I have a yeah. book called It's Kind of a Funny Story about Rolly Crumb. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, everybody would be served well to check out like some old interviews with Raleigh Crumb. And his pretty... name is Raleigh. Like it's just perfect. Even his yeah, name. totally, totally. Um, so, um, like I said, uh, the the ride, um, you know, was originally designed as this walkthrough attraction, and then uh, Walt actually helped them by saying, you know, like we we don't want to do a walkthrough because we don't know how to get people to, um, you know, keep on moving. You know, like to get the line to keep on. Also, moving. you can get severely hurt walking through dark spaces. My sister broke her arm in a Oof. walk through haunted mansion at, in a pier in like Ocean City. See, that's Walt knew what was that. He saw the writing on the wall and said, "Nope." Stairs inside of a dark haunted mansion. Not a great idea. Yeah. So as it as it turned into a ride, there was actually a few different ideas. One of which was to turn it into a water ride, similar to Pirates of the Caribbean. And then uh, they finally settled on a, a an Omnimover uh, setup, um, the Omnimover being able to, like, uh, you know, turn to, so that you could face the scene. Uh, that was, like, the major uh, Imagineering trick that led them to uh, to that as the the ride system for this. And uh, the ride had two thematic pulls by the, the two main Imagineers that were working on it, those being Mark Davis, uh, you know, Disney legend Mark Davis, one of the nine old men. And and Claude Coates, who is a uh, a famous Disney background artist. So for those two gents, we're gonna cheers. Cheers, it up. cheers, guys. To the Imagineers. So um, 
uh, in, a, in an interview, Imagineer Marty Sklar explained that uh, Davis was one of Disney's nine old men and of, of animation and wanted this lighter tone, very cartoony and, uh, and, and like comical. And Claude Coates, who was a, a background artist and a lot more of like a, like a formal artist, uh, wanted it to be like dark and foreboding and scary as shit. <laughs> like just was like, I don't yeah. want this to be a kid's park ride. I want Hollywood, uh, like uh, Hollywood Horror Nights style yeah. attraction. And uh, and so they they would like duke it out over this like what is this ride what is the story like how do we how do we tell this this tale, and uh, it ended up that being that they found that the best result was to mix the two of them and that's why you'll see that you know the the scenes that you're in are are typically pretty dark and foreboding especially in the first half of the ride and then it gets a lot more light and humorous and fun as sure. you go through the ride and you're in the you know in the graveyard, the graveyard. at the end yeah. So those are like the two differences between these these Imagineers, this Claude Coates guy and uh, and Mark Davis, um, which is pretty awesome. Um, the story behind this thing, the story that they ended up uh, sitting on, is a little uh, it's a little like hard to tell, right? Like they don't they don't actually like go out and tell you the story. So uh, I didn't know the story for a long, long time. Like what was actually happening. So can I, I guess what the story is? Sure, yeah, yeah, let's guess. Is it that is it is it the story of the bride? And it's, she it's, she killed like eight of her husbands or something. So there's there's a few different stories, right, that that have been that have gone on and I've heard that story that that uh the bride uh whose name is Constance Hatchaway. Mm-hmm. Uh wow, Hatchaway. Yeah. Cuz she carries a hatchet and she likes to ah. cut people's heads off. Um that uh that that's you know, that's one of the stories. She's like a, like a black widow type character. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, the story that I, I've heard that I like the most, um, I'm going to tell from, uh, from a former cast member uh, named Valor Knight. We won't, we won't hold that against them. Uh, mm-hmm. Stated uh, that during the, their orientation, uh, cast members are giving the following as the story. So this is that story. The owner of the house was a sea captain and the last member of an old, wealthy family. Returning from one of his adventures, he brought a young woman who he intended to marry. This bride-to-be was Constance Hatchaway. The night before the wedding, an an only family retainer, Madame uh, Entertainer, Madame Leota, lured the bride to the attic to find something old for her dress. Leota then sealed the bride in an old sea chest to suffocate her. She was trying to protect the family, possibly from a woman below the captain's station, and possibly from a black widow. The next morning, the captain found the body, realized it was Leota's doing, and beheaded her, before sealing all of the wedding guests in the house to suffocate like his lost love. Then he escaped at the end of a rope. Yes, he is the ghost host. Okay, first of all, I didn't know Keith Morrison was joining us. Keith, thank you for joining us on the pod. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> big fan of Dateline. Love it. Uh, true crime <laughs> for life. Um, <laughs> second of all, um, that makes a lot more sense. Right? Because, like, the version that I think is what I thought it was, why is there a seance going on? You know, like, what? why were those people dancing in the in the famous scene so it's like now you're like okay wait totally they're trapped wedding guests exactly yeah they were all there for the wedding and uh and 
Madame Leota was there as like a you know like an entertainer or something. Mm. Um, so yeah, I totally think that that story uh, works. You know, like it takes in kind of like all of the little pieces. Like I had always heard the tale of the captain, like that it was like an old sea captain, but then there's like no proof of that really, other than like a picture. Yeah, I um, didn't know there was anything about the sea. I mean, bes- yeah, besides that picture where he's got like the pipe, right? Like he like yeah, it's like a. Yeah, I, I, and I guess when you explained earlier that they were toying with it being a, a water ride. Yeah, like, it probably made a little see, bit more sense back then, right? Sure, like, especially, yeah, being, like, a Pirates of the Caribbean, it would have been, yeah, but interesting. Yeah. I mean, like, I definitely learned something there because that just kind of makes the story make more sense. Totally, totally. Um, so, uh, throughout the ride, you'll, you'll see uh, a raven, right? There's, there's, like, these mm. ravens that are everywhere. Yeah. And originally, that was supposed to be the host of the attraction. So that was supposed to be your ghost host was like, the car! Don't, don't yeah. talk to the bride! Car! Like, okay. Um, Glad that didn't pan out. Yeah, so I guess, I guess like, as, uh, as they were testing the ride, the Imagineers realized that, like, you, you kind of lost the Raven. And, like, it's a pretty chaotic ride. There's a lot going on. And the Raven is so small that you just, like, didn't, you couldn't you can't really like pick it out as like the host yeah. so uh so they decided like well you know ravens are creepy we can just keep the animatronic bird in here and we'll use this you know disembodied voice uh as uh the ghost host which is um you know master gracie is his name and uh and he is you know the groom to constance hatchaway the bride that's in the attic hmm. and he's the guy who's hanging in the stretching room like when the when the lights go off, oh. which is so hard okay. to see. I like, I can never like, like, I wish that they, I don't know, stayed on that for a little bit longer. You can really, yeah. like, see that that's what's happening there. I mean, there's so much about Disney rides that the more we learn about them, we're like, I wish they stayed on that longer, but I guess then the ride experience would take forever. Way too long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's for the eagle eyed fans. Totally. To... Um, so Paul Freeze is the voice of the ghost host. Uh, he also provided voices for Ludwig, Ludwig von Drake, uh, which is like, uh, I think Donald's like crazy cousin. Uh, okay. Boris Bedinoff. I don't know who the hell that is. Uh, the Pillsbury Doughboy. And oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the same guy as <laughs> there's always my way out. I mean, what a, what a, a swing of talent this right? guy <laughs> Um, and then he was also uh, a lot of the Pirates of the Caribbean voices, including the the infamous auctioneer. Oh yeah, that's totally him. Yeah. Oh wow, talented. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, so uh, Imagineer, and we all have to take a sip for Miss Leota Tunes. Leota. So Leota Tunes is an Imagineer, and she uh, she ended up being asked to uh have uh madame leota uh be her face so it's her face and her name right but it's not voiced by her it's not voiced by, by miss tunes it's for that they used uh actress eleanor audley whose voice is also used as maleficent in sleeping beauty and as okay. lady tremaine in cinderella oh yeah yeah so so this uh, this Eleanor woman totally has the whole evil stepmother thing down. So it's science. Like yeah, she's, she's, she's evil. Yeah, she is just a straight evil evil lady. 
Um, however, uh, the real Leota Toombs voice can be heard on the ride. Uh, she is the one at the very end of the ride saying, hurry back as you exit the ride. Hurry back. Yeah, something like this. I pretty much nailed it. Be sure to bring your death certificate. <laughs> Be sure to bring your death certificate. I love the jokes in this ride. Like, I mean, you know, final arrangements can be made at the on your way out. Like all those little plays on oh it's it's so good it's so good uh yeah like uh, all the puns in the graveyard we'll get into the the puns in the graveyard in a little while but i i I love so much i love so much of this ride um so i think uh let's well what what are you what do you got for like your you know your memories your thoughts What's this ride? So my mom loved this ride. It's another ride that like my mom loved. So when my mom liked anything when I was younger, I was like, I just thought she had impeccable taste. So I was like, if she likes it, it's good. And she would say, she's like, I love, you know, um, the Haunted Mansion. It's so good. And I just remember, I, I mean, I, I do remember being scared a little bit as a child, especially in the elevator. I think that Maybe that's the point where I was a little like, ah. um, this but, is this uh, is a big boy I, ride. Like this is like slow, but a big boy ride. Like you're, yeah. Like we took my nephew on this, and he did not like yeah. it. And we were like, we probably took him on a little too early. Yeah, it's scary. <laughs> um, like when you're little, it's like, yeah. I mean, I, I there's still some haunted houses. I would say most of them that I don't go in any. I don't not a haunted sort of person that likes like any of those places where things jump out at you. But this ride to me is so, is such a perfect mix of having that spooky sort of macabre feel, but then like being like delightful at the same time. I don't know how they manage. Sure. That. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's like we said before, you know, it's, it's these two guys that had like, you know, polarizing thoughts about what it should be. And by, I'm by glad mixing the that two, like did. that's, that's what you get is like this really good mix of, you know, fun family, family, good times. And, uh, you know, like a little bit of the macabre. I think that this yeah. is like, you know, this is certainly a lot scarier than like our, our show last week where we talked about, uh, the, the not so scary Halloween party. Like this is a lot more, you know, chilling and thrilling than, than like sure. what that is. I will say one of my favorite memories on this ride is when we were younger, me and my brother and sister, when the, when the, uh, when the doom buggies turn and you're like face to the back, we would knock on the person's the person's doom buggy in front oh, of wow. us and freak <laughs> them out. And I, I was like, I'm surprised we got away with that, but that would be our thing. Be like, go and just bang on it, and you see the people be like looking around, <laughs> like, freaking out. So we added to the experience, and I'd probably get kicked out now for doing it, so I wouldn't dare. But at, as a younger punk kid, I enjoyed doing That's that. That's great. That's great. Um, look, what are my memories from this? Uh, you know, like it was always, uh, it always had great AC. <laughs> like it was always like such a respite, you know? And there was this, a musty, yeah, musty smell. smell to it. Um, I, uh, you know, like I have two younger brothers that would be there with me the majority of the time and like being like being their older brother and them being scared. That's super fun for me. Uh, that was great. Yeah. Um, you know, cause by the time, you know, 
I wasn't scared anymore by the time they, you know, they were able to ride it. I was a big boy then. I was a yeah. big boy. I wasn't scared. Um, but uh, what else? The, like uh, the bats. I love the bats and like the the stanchions, and they're all like the wallpaper. The wallpaper's amazing. Um, the I love the I love the floating candelabra. So effects. good. The the endless hallway. That thing is so awesome. Yeah, like every time. And you know what else I love? Which I don't know if I love or just like it kind of freaks me out a little bit is the um the graveyard keeper and his really thin oh, yeah, dog the whimpering dog yeah like i'm always like oh i feel so bad can someone throw the fucking dog a mickey ice cream bar jesus there's not enough food in this park <laughs> um i love uh so like that scene right right before so you go from the attic and then you go into the grim grinning ghost party down in the graveyard and right as you're entering the graveyard, that's when you see the, the caretaker and his dog, right? So that mm-hmm. whole scene right before that is supposed to be you getting pushed out of the attic window. And that's why you, like, go backwards in the Omnimover and you're out the window and you come down into the graveyard. Uh, and okay. it's, it's, like, this really, okay. like, fun, like, like, you know, like, it's comfortable. You're, like, leaned back because you're, like, oh, it's fully, fully great. reclined. Um you could like almost take yeah, a nap. Yeah, totally. Start. It's like I think it's my favorite. Yeah. I think it's my favorite part of that ride because you get like yeah. then like the song starts. You can like start getting to the jam of like the fun, the fun time. Well, that's how I feel in in Spaceship Earth. Like when you get to the when you get to the oh, planetarium, yeah. and then you're kind of just like backwards, just like it's like a five minute oh, totally. break rest. Yeah, it's 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 relaxed time at that point. Yeah, and the Doom Bug is even better because you have a headrest. Yeah, yeah. you have a headrest. I mean, the Doom Bubby is way, way more. more that's, that's an awesome uh, uh, ride vehicle. We'll we'll get into that in in the game, oh, sure. which I think we should just go ahead and get into, right? Oh, I'm so excited to drink this ride. You, right, you have no let's, idea. Let's uh, let's drink this ride. Come up to socialize. I love those proje- projections on the oh, bus. Oh, so good. Where they're, it's so The well one that done. looks like Walt Disney, his real name is Thurl Ravenscroft. And uh, and I Drink. love that guy. He's the uh, voice of Tony the Tiger. Oh, yeah. you're great, dude. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what are we doing? We're playing Drink That Ride. So this is a um, this is a ranking uh, a ranking drinking game where we uh, we are going to rank the rides and take a drink after each one of the rankings. Uh, the categories um, will be queue, length of ride, thrill level, and immersion. Uh, those are our technical categories. Uh, they're worth five points each, except for immersion, that's worth ten points. Um, and then uh, we get into the the last category, which is the fun level. That's worth twenty five points. Uh, it's kind of like the dark horse category. So this mm. is a total of uh, fifty points. Each point is uh, equivalent to like a, um, a, a, a well. That I should take that back. Each like um, you're, it's like a drink the difference game. So if the category is out of five points and you rank it a two, then you're going to be drinking three. 
Um, and it's three sips, three shots, three, you know, three chugs, three, you know, sips of your chamomile tea, wh- whatever you want to do. Um, that's when you do it. The shittier the ride, the you know it. you get. And so uh, I've tried to put, you know, oh. we, we drink every time that there's an Imagineer that uh, talks about um, in this and, and, and other. Yeah, this is going to be yeah, a pretty other, other things. Ride. So, like, I've, I've tried to pepper in uh, some. <laughs> yeah, pepper I've tried ghost. to pepper ghosts in <laughs> some. Uh, some uh, <laughs> other reasons that we would have to drink because uh this this ride's a little tough that way because it's tough it's It's great pretty damn it's pretty damn good so yeah as we say we start at the start and that is the queue or the line if you typically go to six flags (laughs) oh drink every time we say six we make fun of six flags that should be a rule rule because that is a rule because we do it a lot they will not be sponsoring the pod anytime soon. So uh, this queue is kind of perfection. Um, it's like the best set and setting of of like any of the rides. You you start to experience it when you like walk into Liberty Square and you see this creepy old mansion up on a hill, uh, and then you know you you not even end, but like during the middle of the queue, there's a freaking stretching room. It's it's incredible. Amazing. With like iconic, like to the point that people dress up as those stretching room characters totally. for Halloween. Like they're they're like become they've become icons. They are absolutely themselves. icons themselves. Um, and uh, there's it it changed in 2006 where now there's a full interactive queue all the way through the graveyard and the mausoleums of the mansion grounds, um, which yep. is pretty amazing. Um, you know, now there's like interactive things with, uh, sounds and, and water and, you know, it, even more yeah, awesome, even more awesomeness. And it brings like the story, it really like, it helps with the story. The sea captain's grave is there. Uh, the, the dread family is there, uh, which I'm not even going to get into the dread family. Y'all look that up yourselves. It, it's, it's like, it, oh. it's like a whole, a whole, it's a whole other a whole story, other it's a story. Whole labyrinth of, of, uh, of stuff. Like this, this family of five, and they each killed each other. Uh, it's yeah, it gets it gets there. It totally gets there. Oh, you know, it sounds like we're talking about a haunted so, ride, right? Now. So, um, uh, part of this queue, you go past the mansion grounds uh, cemetery, and on the cemetery there are many gravestones, and on each of the gravestones, uh, there is uh, some interesting epitaphs of uh, those that were passed, mm. and um. And a lot of these have uh, homages to um, to past Imagineers, uh, to to like just fun fun little quirks, uh, just like really great little puns. And I think that we should play the graveyard game. Oh yeah! Okay, Adrian, which two of the following are fake? Ten sips to the loser. Fuck. All right. So number one, rest in peace, cousin Hewitt. We all know you didn't do it. Number two, in memory of our patriarch, dear departed grandpa Mark. Number three, first lady of the opera, our haunting Harriet, searched for a tune but could never carry it. Num- That's got to be the middle one. I don't remember anything but the patriarchy. <laughs> number four. <laughs> Laid to rest, our dear master Ravenswood. Oh, no way. Run as fast as he thought he could. 
Wait, say that. Laid to rest our dear master Ravenswood. Didn't run as fast as he thought he could. And then the last one, R.I.P. Brother Raleigh, the victim of a dastardly folly. I'm thinking back to patriarchy because I feel like so there's I two. There's two that are fake out of those uh, uh, five. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say the, the last, last two are two. fake. I don't remember them. You remember the patriarch? Yeah, I think I there. I think they say something about the 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 dear old patriarch. I thought it was. I thought it was like Mark or patriarch yeah, Mark. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna say that that one's unless you like switch. I didn't words, switch. I didn't switch. I don't know. They're like full full. I'm gonna go with the last. You're two. correct. I guess, I guess I'm drinking ten. <laughs> You're getting pretty good at calling me out on this shit. I I love those gravestones. Like I I like really love them. I I feel like I know. I them tried all. to pick ones. I mean, dear departed. Yeah, the big rock fell on his head. Yeah, that is my favorite. Yeah, I tried to pick one ones like, that were like lesser lesser known. So yeah, uh, the ones that we, uh, the one that there's one that's like no morning please at his request. Like I love that one too. Something something laid to rest. No morning please yes. at his request. I love that one. I can make Let's one up it. for you right now. Here lies, dear old Ryan. He's not a great podcast host, but he's trying. <laughs> Here lies Adrienne uh, doing the best that she thinks she can. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, so many of these gravestones have Imagineer epitaphs on them, and those include uh, ones to Mark Davis. That's uh, Grandpa Mark and the one that we just talked about. Yeah. Oh, Exitensio, yeah, Claude yeah. Coates, Yale Gracie, Harriet Burns, that's the Harriet we just talked about. She was the first lady of Imagineering and many others. Uh, so I think we got to just start drinking. That's like five or six. Or Cheers to the Imagineers. Cheers to the Imagineers. These gravestones are amazing. Um, there's even a pet cemetery on the site uh, where you can see um, a statue of Mr. Toad. That's, that's a yeah. nod to the Lost Magic Kingdom ride, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. That was replaced by previous dark ride attraction, The Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. And uh, originally, like, people thought that it, it said, um, like, the epitaph on it said, like, you know, here lies Mr. Toad. Uh, like, not as popular as Pooh Untold or something like that. But uh, <laughs> but that's not true. It's just, it's just like the statue. It doesn't actually say anything on it, which it's probably good. They should, they should make a joke about it. Um you know what other one I love? I'm sorry, I have to just say it. Uh, something, dear departed brother Dave, he chased oh, a bear into a cave. So like, I yeah. love that one so much. Um, so good. Uh, for sorry, sure, right? They're, they're amazing. Um, <laughs> other interactive in uh, in activities include uh, spraying crypts, musical mausoleums, and staring statues. Um, there's some really cool, yeah. some really cool stuff with that. Um, you know, like the musical thing where you touch the musical symbol and then it plays or uh, the uh, the sea captain's crypt, which sprays water on you or Madame Leota's tomb. Yeah, that, uh, that like uh, the statue opens her eyes and looks around and like moves her. Head. 
It's really yeah, cool. That that's right cool. before yeah. you go into the uh, right before you go into the room and then into the stretching room, uh, the infamous stretching room, which is uh, uh, it stretches up in the Magic Kingdom um, and is a an actual elevator in Disneyland because in Disneyland you had to get low enough. For the mansion, you from the from inside the mansion building, you had to get low enough to be able to walk through a hallway underneath the berm, underneath the railroad, uh, to be in to be able to be in the show building because the show buildings on these are massive. I think that's like one of the most impressive uh, things about this ride is that you can't see the show building at all from any angle in Disney. I had no yeah. idea where the show building was until Google Earth got invented. Yeah, I mean it is like you really think you're in whatever fake exterior absolutely. that they put it's, out there and you it's are pretty absolutely amazing. not <laughs> um so so wait when you say the one in the magic kingdom goes up yeah stretches up is the no. are you at all moving oh no like you you aren't physically moving the room is that. moving the mo- <laughs> room is moving up or whatever but it's moving up but so the elevator is uh, going up like the ceiling the ceiling or and the walls the are moving ceiling. Up. but you're standing okay. in the same position yeah, no, I know. I'm just saying, is is there any level so. change? Oh. Only, only, at, only in California. Because it I... wasn't needed in Disneyland. You didn't have to get over the berm. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I could be. That's that's my understanding of it. I could be. I could be off with that though. Um, and uh, this ride has a massive hourly capacity. So even when that line is kind of long. Uh, you have a capacity of 2,400 people an hour, uh, keeping that sucker people moving. Eater. So this is a this is like the definition of a people eater. Yeah, that's a lot yeah, of people. Absolutely. So yeah. Adrian, out of five points, that, that Q, Q is, is a five. five. <laughs> I just realized that I didn't uh, I didn't open our our magical um, Excel file. <laughs> to keep our points. points. Our magical scoreboard. Our magical scoreboard. So yeah, the queue is definitely a five. Um it there's so much. It's funny, it's scary, it's charming. The cast members add to the queue because even like that first cast member you meet when you're like about to go in, they're you know, they're in perfect like asshole character and even like the even the gate like the, even that there's like that headless horseman, uh, headless carriage, in the queue so that, and that like was a the, real, and the, the gates to go the, in. Um, that hearse, right? The like the horse drawn hearse in yeah. California. That's like a real hearse. That was like, uh, in fact, it was like owned by like the Mormons or some shit. Yeah, it was like, oh, it was like like what? A, like a like famous famous Mormon. An actual like famous Mormons carriage? were buried by being held in that. Yeah. What? See, this is why this I know. Is I know. Be a five I, I didn't, even write, that. I didn't even write that, that, that down. And that's that, just like yeah, a like... piece of stupid information that's in my head. It could be completely fake. I read it. it yeah. Who knows if it's real or not? I mean, it's probably real. Who would make that for fun? Just, yeah, just for besides real, right? Disney. Um, but the one in the one in Florida, I believe, is a recreation. So. It's not the original. Okay. Um, next, uh, next category. So we're both. We did both did five points. We uh, we both have to. We have both have to drink one. We have to drink uh, one. Cheers. Play along at home. 
Next up is uh, length of ride. Um, this is for five points. Uh, this ride comes in at seven minutes and 30 seconds. Um, I think it feels even longer than that. I didn't, I thought yeah. it was, I, was yeah, thinking I think it's even longer. Minutes. It feels longer than that, but that's what I got with seven minutes, 30 seconds. Uh, I think it's solid length, you know, like I, I, I would like it if there was like maybe a little yeah. more scene in it. I really like the weird, like off scenes, like the, the MC Escher, uh, staircase room, you know, in the beginning where you're like, you know, just like in this random room with staircases all over the place. Yeah. So like, oh, yeah, I would yeah, like yeah. it if there's like, like maybe yeah. something like, you know, more like that <laughs> or, you know, like a longer scene in the, the party atmosphere. I think that would be cool. Um, I mean, it's, it's pretty perfect, but it's, it's, for me, it's just shy of like perfection for length. Like I, I'm still left wanting a little bit more. Okay. If you're left wanting a little bit more, I, I'm, then I'm left wanting done. more. So I gave it a four. I'm right. giving it a five. I feel like it's enough ride and I, I, I mean, I'm never dissatisfied. Don't get me wrong, but like I. I would like a little bit more. Like, also, I love the new scene in the ride where the ghost goes into the Well, it always buggy. did that, but now it does it so much better. Yeah. Yeah. And usually it's doing something yes, funny, which I, I do like. like that. And they, yeah, they, they are a lot better now than what they used to be, which was like just like sitting on top of the Doom Buggy. Right. It was kind of like a hot, like a, like a cheap hologram. Now it really looks like it's moving around and it looks at you yeah. and then it takes off your face and, Switches it with the face next to you, and you're just yeah, like, totally, what totally. is going on? Um, next category is thrill level. So this one's this one's tough for this ride, I guess. You know, it's it's an omni mover. It's not thrilling in the traditional ride sense, but there's some kind of scary stuff for little ones out there. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting to me that this is probably the one category where I I can't give it a five, and it's the haunted mansion. Um, I can't give it a five. It's not the most thrilling ride. Um, but I agree. I, I think the most scared that I ever felt was probably in the elevator in terms of being actually scared. And I think in that beginning part, when you're just kind of hearing that, uh, that sort of like ominous music, it, it does have a little bit of a, a scary level. But in terms of being scary, it's not no no it's not, it's not enough scary. to like make lasting nightmares it's, it's in it's in on the joke it makes fun it's making totally. fun of itself it's in on the joke um yeah i mean like it, uh, it purposely goes from like this dark and foreboding to this cartoonish i think like so that little kids if even if they're scared like by the end they're like oh ghosts are cool like they're just trying to have a party that's not bad yeah uh so I, uh, I I gave it like a two point five, which goes up to a three. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm there with it. High goes to the ride, which I think is going to be you know our our system's downfall for this ride is is really the thrill level because you know it might be a perfect ride, but it it it's not uh, thrilling. Yeah, it's not thrilling. Yeah. So uh, next category is immersion. Uh, it's sights, sounds, the ride vehicle. Um, this is out of 10 points. And to me, uh, this is the Disney benchmark for fantastic immersion. I, I think that this is yeah. what every ride is trying to be. Uh, from the moment, you know, as I said before, the moment that you walk into Liberty Square, 
the story starts you're greeted by that mansion up on the hill and it's story from that point on you've got this dutch gothic architecture that's based on two real homes one in pennsylvania and one in albany new york um i went to the real home it, it i i'm i'm forgetting the name um uh, it's a name of a town and i saw the actual yeah. real home it's insane i forget it now um so you know so like you have uh you know this this pretty amazing uh, you know dutch gothic uh looming architecture over you you've got you know all all of the queue immersion that we talked about before then you ride on doom buggies which are like the most iconic omni mover system ever um they're kind of just yeah, they're they're yeah. an icon, and they're like they're not even icon. good looking. You know, like for them to be an icon is like amazing because they're not. Well, yeah. and they also for them to have a name like they're like that's rare too. It's like get in your boat, get in your get in your you know car. It's like it's this perfect. is like getting your doom buggy. Yeah, it's totally perfect. Um, so great. The songs in this are amazing. Uh, they the songs were all written by uh, Exitensio Imagineer Exitensio. Cheers to you, X. Cheers, dude. Xavier. Um, they're super catchy and they stick with you. Like I find myself humming Grim Grinning Ghosts like weeks after being in the park. Oh yeah. It gets it's in your totally, head. It's so earworm. totally an earworm. Um this uh this ride has the best and largest pepper ghost special effect, I think probably of any place ever. Uh the the scene of the uh of the of the dining hall is a 30 by 90 glass panel in order to make the illusion happen it's massive massive insane and every time you look at it you see something different because there's so much going on like i now love looking at the two oh yeah the photographs that come to life and do the the russian roulette like oh, that's yeah. my it's favorite super fun thing to watch duel. and uh and the, like, the people on the uh on the chandelier i love uh yeah and then like you realize like there's a cake and someone's blowing out candles and you're just like wait what so, it's just so the much. person that's blowing out candles is the same animatronic face as the 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 whistling pirate in Pirates of the Caribbean at the dog scene with the keys. It's the same face. They just oh. they just put they just put a, Fun like a girl fact, wig on. right? Yeah, love it. Uh, there's even like I didn't bring this up in the queue earlier, but for immersion's sake, there's a bride's ring in the queue, and this was originally just a post pipe that was like sticking out of the ground that had to be cut uh, cut away, and so they they cut it away at its base. And when the maintenance crew was trying to pry the, the remaining piece out of the ground, they broke uh, the screwdriver, lodging it in place next to this little circle of the pipe. And over time, guests were like, oh, that's the bride's ring. And like they said it so much that it became part of the lore, enough so that in 2006, when the queue was redone, they put a real ring into the ground, in, embedded it into the ground. So now you can see this ring that's embedded, you know, into the walkway, it. all because like, you know, a mishap from maintenance spurred on this lure, this lore that, you know, Constance Hatchaway threw the ring out the window after she, you know, killed her husband or something. Yeah. Right. Wow. Wild. Wild. Oh, amazing. Um. So. For me, immersion 
is like it we're going we're going 10 on here i'm straight 10 10 cheers this is like not enough drink drinking one. going on gotta say more exitensio over and over again exitensio uh. <laughs> yeah it's, it's got to be a 10 it's it's fully immersive and the, and it's yeah like you said it the is Disney the benchmark. difference it's the okay benchmark. so uh, after all of our technical categories, queue, length of ride, thrill level, and immersion, we have a total of. I've given it a uh, look. I've given it a total of twenty-two points. You've given it a point. Uh, a total of twenty-three points. So we have a twenty-two point five. Tie goes to the ride. Twenty-three points coming in as we move into the fun category. The dark horse. Disney's selling fun. They're selling at a high price. Are they successful <laughs> here? Is this is this fun, Adrian? I think this ride is as fun as it is technologically advanced. However, I do think that every single thing that you mentioned, all those technical things, are it's so much fun. But that stuff is so amazing that for me, like the fun, I don't uh, like the fun has got to be a point less than the 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 technical stuff is where it just blows it out of the water. Like this mm-hmm. ride is technically magnificent. So for me, the fun level on this ride 22. is twenty two. Okay. I I agree with you. Um, I I don't think that it's a perfect. Uh, but it's pretty damn close. Yeah. And I think that it's very you know, close. It's it's spooky kooky fun. <laughs> and I'm giving it yeah. a 23. So 23. This is not So you gave it a 22 in technical and a 23 in fun. I gave it a 23 in technical oh, and a 22 in fun. <laughs> Interesting. Whoa, ha, ha, ha. So I uh I think that we don't have a D seater. I I didn't I knew it was a contender. I'm like, this is in the top five. This this is gonna like I think your brother Eric said this um a couple weeks back, and I think he's right about this. Like at a certain point value, they're all Perfect. Like I think we have a possible fifty points up for grab. I think anything that scores over a forty-five is, you know, like yeah. it's just so, now. Uh, then we're picking it. So funny you should name forty-five as the number because that's exactly what it got. Uh, I ended up giving it a forty-five. You ended up giving it a forty-five for a grand combined total of forty-five. I think I think we nailed it. I- I've never felt like we've. I've always been like, are we high? Are we low? I think we nailed it. I think this yeah. ride is a forty-five. Yeah, I mean, I it, it's and I'm proud. I'm proud of it. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I'm proud Austin. of it too. I'm proud of it too. It. I'm proud of you. Love you. So, Thank you for the years of fun. So in our Doom, you didn't race, die, but uh, you know we've, we've gone through quite a few attractions now, and uh, the uh, the uh, current reigning champion is the. Tower of Terror at uh, 48 points, I think. And uh, the uh, the low man on the totem pole is 
uh, Disney California's, uh, sorry, not uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom's uh, magical, <laughs> magical, mystical Triceratops. Triceratops. Uh, coming in at a total of like 12 points. It's, uh, it's a real dog. Uh... <laughs> 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 so, Adrian, uh, is this a must-do for you? A hundred percent. It's not, it doesn't feel like a day. I there. I don't know. It happened once or twice where I didn't get to go on Haunted Mansion. And I remember yep. you feel it. You're like, something yep. felt off. It's like uh, forgetting have, your keys. I, have, uh, I think I have three, three rides that fall <sighs> into this category for me. Um, and, and this is certainly one of yeah. them. Uh, I don't care what the weight is. Uh, Absolutely. I don't, I just don't care. Uh, I'm doing it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't care either. And it never feels like well, I'm wait. I've ever it's waited. People eater. So unless it broke long. down, like you said, if it breaks down. Eater. That's different. But uh, yeah. if it doesn't break down, that line's gonna move. Uh, it's gonna move quick. Right now, the line is insane. They because of social yeah. distancing requirements, the line goes like down to Tom Sawyer's Island, and then you go through like the ferry boat landing, uh, and then you walk up like to the backside of the mansion and then join the queue. It's crazy. Yeah. I love too that when it's like really not a right? wait, it says 13 minutes. Yeah, that is they do awesome. the same thing at Tower That's a, that's a great I, little I uh, um, <laughs> trivia piece. Yeah. Uh, there's also uh, Memento Mori, which we haven't, haven't really talked about. That's the store. Uh, the store's amazing. It's yeah. got all of your favorite Haunted Mansion uh, gifts and gags. Yeah. All the merch. The last time I was there, I got Ryan and, and I really these fun. Doom buggies that it's on my desk. Remember? Yeah, I, I take this is the, I take it out this time of year. It's, it's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, I've got I got mm-hmm. this mug there. I've gotten that there. I got like this little um, uh, like metal puzzle like these like disney parks metal puzzles i got that of the haunted mansion it's sick it's tiny yep. and it was really aggravating to put together it was great uh so <laughs> as we finish up um so how long would you wait for this ride what's the top 60 yeah i'd probably I, I would minutes. i would even do longer than that i think uh, like it's it's that worth it um I just feel like I, I would come back if it was over sixty. I, I just anything over sixty. There, there's very few rides. Yeah, that I mean, over 60. I just you. think it eats up you. too much. And of my you day can you can grab it point. like later on at night or whatever and make it a walk on. You know, it's not like this rides always has a big line. That's not the case. Yeah. So um, as we finish up, Adrian, how drunk yeah. are you on a scale of Madame Leota to Master Gracie? I think I'm the headless horseman because <laughs> I feel fine. I could, I could, you know, I could All go right, without yeah. my head right now. That's how undrunk I am. Um, I can ride a horse without my head. I, I feel like I'm uh, the ghost of Chef Gusteau from Ratatouille. I'm full, but there's always room for more. <laughs> so uh, in closing Cute. the dark ride is presented by drunk distry and is available every wednesday on youtube itunes stitcher 
and wherever podcasts uh, are available. Uh, the show is always free, but you can pay us by simply liking and subscribing, maybe giving us a five-star rating and review. Uh, those really help. Or, or just by telling a phys- uh, Disney Parks-loving friend to listen. That that would actually be our biggest help right now is uh, is to just, you know, if you have a friend that loves Disney, uh, let them know about this podcast. You know, like if they like drinking games, if they like uh, just parks and weird uh, weird comedy stuff, and if they like, uh, you know, weird facts and figures – you know, have them give it a listen. Um, we would really, really appreciate that. Uh, you can also uh, feel free to hit us up at drunkdistry at gmail.com for comments. And, uh, you know, if you want to send us money, like anything, you know, like it's all, that's all good. You know, just do it through our Gmail account. Um, also, p- please feel free to follow us on our Instagram for lots of great Disney Parks content, amazing memes, uh, comical sayings, heartfelt expressions. Uh, those are all at our Instagram account at Drunk Distry. Thanks for joining us, and remember, always keep your kingdom cool. Welcome.